I'm your host, Lou Piccolo, and with this podcast, I'll be helping you create connections and build respectful relationships with your readers so you can promote yourself authentically and sell your work effectively. I want to show you that creating an author brand, managing your social media presence, designing and running an author newsletter, and marketing your work doesn't have to be overwhelming, uncomfortable, or time-consuming. And in fact, it can actually be a lot of fun. Don't believe me? Stick around, you'll see. In podcast episode number two of Kidlet Marketing Made Easier, we looked at the concept of your target audience, who for a children's or young adult author is made up of both an ideal customer and an ideal reader, which isn't the same thing. We also spoke about how important it is to know who they are so that you know where to find them and how to talk to them. Identifying your target audience as a kidlet author is a slightly different process to authors who write for adults because your ideal customer and your ideal reader are not the same person, and your ideal reader isn't the one buying your books. But also remember, in episode number one of this podcast, we saw that marketing isn't about selling. Marketing is the process of connecting with people who like the same things you do and then sharing those things with them so you can build a loyal and sustainable group of readers who want to read everything you write for years to come. So when you're marketing, you'll be connecting with and selling to your ideal customer, who's the adult attached to your ideal readers. But you still need to connect with your ideal reader, who are the children or the young adults you're writing for. This is how marketing as a children's or young adult author is different. And the importance of this difference is what we'll be focusing on in today's episode. If you haven't listened to those first two episodes, go back and listen, because they'll help you make more sense of today's episode. Now, you might be wondering, well, Lou, why connect with the readers when they aren't the ones buying my books? Why not just connect with their parents, their teachers or their librarians and be done with it? Well, aside from connecting with children or young adults so you can build an authentic and lasting relationship with them because you care about your readers, there's a second very important reason for connecting with these young people you write for, and that's for feedback. Feedback's essential for your marketing because when you know what your readers like, you can give them more of it. And conversely, when you know what they don't like, you can adjust. And I'm sure that as an author, you are actually interested in knowing what your readers think of your work, and you're interested in giving them what they want, aren't you? But depending on who you are and what type of a personality you have, connecting with children and teens can either be a lot of fun, or it can be really daunting. And because I believe it to be true, I'm going to put a positive spin on it, and I'm going to say that the more fun you have with your marketing, the more successful it'll be. So instead of thinking, ah. Oh, I have to do a school visit and I really don't want to. I want you to try and shift your mindset and say, what better way to spend a morning than on a school visit in a classroom with a group of six-year-olds reading my book, organizing activities around it and seeing if they enjoy themselves? Seriously, this is fun. You get to see firsthand in real time how your readers react to your books and not all authors have the opportunity for that type of feedback. I'm willing to bet that authors for adult literature would kill for interactions like these with their readers because they're golden. As a children's and young adult author, you have more tools at your disposal than other authors. And this means that you also have more opportunities to connect authentically. And that's pretty cool. Children aren't superficial. Children aren't judgmental. And sure, they can be tough in an 
unfiltered and brutally honest way, but at least the feedback you get from them will be valuable and useful to you as an author. So where can you connect with children and teens? When you write for a younger audience, the chances are actually slim that you'll be connecting with them on social media. And although there are ways to do that too, we'll have a look at one person who does it really well at the end of this episode. Stick around for that, but that's not what we're going to be concentrating on in this podcast episode. So first on the list of places where you can connect with children and teens that isn't on social media is school visits. I'll be doing an episode on school visits later on in the year, so look out for that if you're ready to add that marketing strategy to your toolkit. The second place you can connect with your readers is at the library or also at bookshop readings. And the third is anywhere local, like fairs where you can book a stand and organize activities around your book, which you can also sell at the same time. Now, remember that your goal in marketing your work is to connect with your readers, and you can make a lasting impact on children when you meet them as an author, either at a school visit, at the library, the bookshop, or anywhere local. Meeting someone who wrote a book you enjoy is inspirational. It's magical. And even though in my job as an editor, I work with some very talented authors every day, I still get really starstruck when I meet an author I love either face-to-face or online, and you probably do too, so you know what I mean. And in the same way, isn't it great to know that you, as an author, can encourage reading and improve literacy with your books just by meeting your readers who think you're the knees of a bee, the pajamas of a cat. Now, this is linked to an important principle of marketing, which is the know, like, and trust factor. People like to connect with other people, and people enjoy getting to know other people. If that process is positive, an element of trust becomes part of that relationship. And when we trust someone, we're more likely to want to know more about them and eventually buy something from them if what they're selling is something we're actually interested in. When children meet and like you and your book, they'll tell other children who then tell their parents, who then ask the librarian if they have the book or mention it to the local bookshop to see if it's in stock. So this is why you want to connect in person with as many children and teenagers as you can. And you want them to get to know, like, and trust you. You also want to listen very carefully to what they think about your work because they're the ones you're writing for. Now, there's one thing. You might be thinking, well, that's grand, but I don't have a book yet. I'm still writing one. So how do I connect with children or teenagers? Well, there's a great solution to this. Being a children's or a teen author doesn't mean you have to have a book. You can also be a poet with poems in anthologies or a poetry collection. You can write articles and short stories for children's and teen magazines. And these magazines accept submissions on a regular basis all year long. So you can make a name for yourself as a children's author by writing for them. I actually have a great resource for you, which is a list called 44 Children's and Teen Magazines Looking for Writers. And I'm going to pop it into the show notes where you can download it and start submitting to magazines right away if you'd like to. But what if you try really hard to submit to those magazines and you don't get anything published? Well, I want to say if you're writing, you're still a writer. For me, there's no such thing as an aspiring author. This is something I feel really strongly about because authors write and if you write, you're an author, whether you have a published piece of work in your hands or not. So you can still organize writing activities, workshops, games, contests around the theme of the book you're working on 
or the theme of the book you want to write. And you can host these events at the library, the bookshop or the local fair and still connect with your future readers. Now, for today's marketing takeaway, I'd like you to visit children's author and poet Amy Ludwig van der Vaarte on her blog called The Poem Farm. I'll put a link to it in the show notes so you can find it easily. Amy's blog is an example of how you can connect to your readers on social media, even when they are children or teens. Basically, Amy teaches literacy and writing workshop instruction from her blog. She does this by providing poetry and lessons for children in the classroom or for those being homeschooled. So while the connection is still made through an adult, the end goal is to connect with her young readers so they'll get to know her. Now, Amy is one of my favorite children's poets because her work is always fresh and creative and there just doesn't seem to be an end to her talents and her capacity to wow. She really blows me away. And Amy also does school visits and she uses her writing skills to create opportunities to connect with her target audience online, even though she does these school visits. And if she can do this, why can't you? So I'd like you to think about how many ways there are for you to connect your ideal reader when you can't reach them on social media. And that we've already looked at that today, which the, the, the three ways were school visits, the library, the bookshop or somewhere local. And also how you can reach them on social media. And then I'd like you to write down a list of the ones you're most comfortable with. Then pick one and start there. Thank you for spending your precious writing time with me, Lou Piccolo at Kidlit Marketing Made Easier. I'm excited that you're growing your audience and I'm honored to be a part of that growth. Would you leave a review? Just scroll down to the bottom of the episode, hit the stars and write a comment about how this episode has helped you, which helps the podcast get seen by other writers. Thank you for being here and I'll see you next time.